Hey, hey, y'all, what is up? I know you've anticipated this show more than Joe Exotic anticipating a presidential pardon with his limo. And guess what? It's episode number 55 of the Full Coverage Football Show. And on this best mother fluffing episode ever of the Full Coverage Football Show, we are going to have a great time because we are going to say hello to some new coaches. We're going to ask if Eric is his worst the enemy. We say goodbye to an old gunslinger. That's right. An old gunslinger who, after 17 seasons, 252 straight starts, 63,440 yards, 421 touchdowns, an AFC championship game in which he played with a torn ACL and eight Pro Bowls. We say goodbye to him. We have that and so much more. We will not only talk divisional round recap, we will go back. We will talk that. We will talk conference games. We got that and so much more. And then, of course, we end the show, as we always do, with Ward's Wagers, sponsored by Latani CBD Olive Oil. All that and more up next on the Full Coverage Football Show. We'll see you in 30. Mother Fluffers. I am Jeremy. I am now joined by my co-host, Mr. Drew Ward. Brother, how you doing tonight? Good evening, sir. I'm lovely, as always. How are you? Can't complain. Had that whole cold open written with the monologue and realized I didn't change some things in it, and then I stuttered through it. It was a great time to go. You can follow me on Twitter at Somerville Follow Drew at Detroit Dave 7. This is the Full Coverage Football Show, episode number 55 at FDFS on, on Twitter. But we had... Good football last weekend. We really did. We had some really good football last weekend. And we will talk that good football. But first, let's talk about some coaches. It is the coaching carousel. Let's start off with that. We will go to carousel music. Because it is time to talk coaching carousel. And we had some new hires this week. We've had Nick Sariani get hired for the Eagles today. Brandon Staley get hired to the Chargers, Arthur Smith to the Falcons, Urban Meyer to the Jags, Robert Sala to the Jets, Dan Campbell to the Lions. We'll talk more about that for sure. And we're still waiting on one more team, and that is the Houston Texans. So <laughs> um, GM's hired George Payton to the Broncos, Terry Fondo to the Falcons, Trent Valky with the Jags, Brad Holmes with the Lions, Martin Mayhew officially tonight to the Washington team. Here, let me ask you, who is the best hire out of all these guys so far? I mean, it's I have a feeling, and I've kind of knocked this in the past few shows, but I have a feeling what Urban Meyer's doing as far as bringing in the people around him, I think he's, he's building a wonderful staff. But I'm actually going to give it to the New York Jets. I think what they've done and what Robert Sala's done and the guys he's brought in around him, I think right now, to me, that's that's the best hire, in my opinion, at the head coach position at least. It all comes into a great spot for him because you have you have plenty of draft picks to move on there, and you might have a quarterback. What do they do with quarterback? That's his biggest thing. What are they going to do? Is it Sam Darnold? 
Will they move on with him or do they take a guy at number two? Do they trade those picks? Do they go somewhere else? Lots of questions there. For me, I want to lean Arthur Smith. I really like Arthur Smith in Atlanta. What he did with Ryan Tannehill, what he did with Derrick Henry, their numbers, Arthur Smith, are so much better than what they were prior to Arthur Smith. I mean, Derrick Henry was the guy we looked at as just, yeah, he's a big guy who can run. He's averaging, I think, less than 100 yards a game. And then Arthur Smith takes over and he commits to the guy and you see what you can get out of him. Then Ryan Tannehill comes in. We think Ryan Tannehill's a bust. And now Ryan Tannehill signs a four-year, $118 million deal. Can he do the same with Matt Ryan? Can he revive Matt Ryan and Julio Jones in that offense? I just like to think of this. Like, if you said five years ago that Ryan Tannehill was going to, or even four years ago, get a, a over $100 million contract, I would have told you you were, you were higher than a kite. So just to put that in perspective, um, I think it's it's wild and yeah, and and he did do he has done you know wonderful things with Tannehill and and I mean I, I think the fact that Derrick Henry wasn't getting the ball and wasn't being as productive as he should be is just it, 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 terrible coaching in general. Mm-hmm. However, I do think he can absolutely succeed. Um, think of offensively. It, now we're I don't know if Matt Ryan and Julio Jones are there, but Calvin Ridley is a stud. They have offensive weapons. Um the team has talent to work with. I think he can absolutely go in and immediately be, you know, have a productive team. The Falcons, of course, last year lost close games constantly. Mm-hmm. We see them blow games constantly. Hopefully he can go in, you know, build that culture, you know, get them to be able to close out games. And I think you may see a Julio Jones, you know, traded. But I think Calvin Ridley is is the piece that is the big shiny item to me, especially on the offensive side of the football. Yeah, absolutely. And they're going to need to find a running back. But I think this is a great draft for them to find a running back. They're running backs, man. I mean, listen, we uh, we talk about it all the time. Yeah, there's some elite ones, and they're great. But like, they're running backs. Like I, uh, you can go get a running back. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yeah, and, and there's. The, Go get Mark Ingram's hundred-year-old self. <laughs> and Mark Ingram's available. And Mark Ingram seems he, like a dude that Atlanta would would sign. He, he I was going to say that I didn't <laughs> want to go that way, but he definitely does. I mean, they brought Todd Gurley in. Todd, yeah, Todd Gurley. Yeah. His birth certificate says he's twenty-five years old. His knee say he's yeah. about eighty-six. Yep, I mean, that's true. We're looking at that, and not only we've talked about these GMs and the head coaches. Raheem Morris, the new DC in LA, as we're talking Falcons, that's a nice pickup for them. They might do a cover three. They lost Brandon Staley after losing Wade Phillips. And then another interesting name. Wade wants back. Did you see that? Wade wants back. I would like to see Wade get back in the NFL. The NFL is better with Wade Phillips in it. Mm -hmm. Not as a head coach, Mm -hmm. as a DC. Mm -hmm. Daryl Bevel, your former interim head coach, moving to great hire. I really like that hire. I was telling you before we started the show. Yeah. Um, it, it, to me, it's it's a Urban Meyer's doing the smart thing. He's he's putting guys around him that know what they're doing. They've done this for years. Um, Daryl Bevel's been calling plays for a long time, mm-hmm. and you know what you're gonna gonna get out of a Daryl Bevel offense, and I think that's gonna be perfect, um, especially for what Jacksonville's gonna want to do. Yeah, I'm with you on that. We talked about it last week on this show that he's got to build a staff that has NFL experience 
and bring in his own guys. And he's doing that right now. Urban's yep. being very smart about it. And, I mean, you hit it off at the top of this subject right here, as we talked about it, where he's bringing in the perfect guys. But then there's another guy out there that you brought up to me earlier today. Hugh Jackson might be driving the bus in Pittsburgh as the OC. Dude, Do you think this happens? No, no, but God, Lord Almighty, could you imagine how awesome it would be? Come on, it, dude. It in, in the division, and Hugh just, just puts out an offensive juggernaut you guys have no chance of stopping. Oh, it would just be incredible. But it's not – and I'm not I, – I, I love me some Hugh Jackson, dude. I Not as much as Hugh Jackson loves Hugh Jackson, but I love me some Hugh Jackson. Uh, but, no, Hugh Jackson's not getting a job this year. Um, <laughs> he needs to, though, because I think Hugh Jackson will get back into this league. And I still think, and you and I have said it before, I still think in a role of OC, a Hugh Jackson can be an asset to an organization. Hugh Jackson was a terrible head coach here, one in 31. We all know that. But yeah. – he made his name as an OC. He was excellent in Cincinnati for all those years. You're absolutely right. He would go to Pittsburgh and he would make that offense make more sense because last year it made no sense. It was all on, you have a 96 year old quarterback in Ben Roethlisberger with a bum elbow and you're making the guy throw 68 times in a playoff. Well, it, it's not even that it's, they couldn't run like, and I get that he threw and they needed to, to commit to the run more. But dude, they could not run the ball the second half of the year. They they couldn't get a yard when they needed a yard. And yeah, I mean, of course, throwing sixty-eight times, but in their defense too, that game avalanche snowball affected on them like they couldn't believe. I mean, what they're did twelve plays into the game or whatnot, they're down twenty-eight points. So um yeah, something definitely has to change there in Pittsburgh, but but that team's always been a run first. Well, I don't want to say always been a run first team, but their, their run is always set up what they do offensively. And that was just non existent. Yeah. When you think Pittsburgh Steelers football, you think defense and smash mouth football. And that's not what they've been. Maybe Matt Canada is the guy there. Maybe they promote him. And we will see if that is the case. And now we go to the one job that hasn't been filled the Houston Texans. <laughs> We've talked about what a mess they are, and you know, there's been arguments on the show. Wasn't it your um, wasn't it your pops that said that Houston was the worst job? He did. And yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, you're right now. <laughs> right he might now. be right. But as of now, you still have Deshaun Watson. As of now, which doesn't make it a bad job because when I'm looking at all these teams that could trade for Deshaun Watson. My thoughts on how good Deshaun Watson is right now is there's only one team in the league who shouldn't look for a trade for Deshaun Watson, and that's the Kansas City Chiefs. Every other team in the NFL should even look. Because Um, you either have great quarterbacks who are getting older or spots that need filled. And Deshaun Watson, 25 years old. I mean, I don't – yes, but no. No, it, you, you're, in theory, what you say is correct, but there's only a handful of teams that this makes sense for, in my opinion, um, because, yeah, what who wouldn't want a Deshaun Watson? Like, exactly. and, and the thing is, is in, in today's age of football, you don't just have a top five, seven, whatever, I mean, wherever you want to put him. He's there, right? He's mm-hmm. you can. He, I mean, you let the league pass. Him, so um, 
you, they just don't become available, right, for trades. Like, it just doesn't work like that. Like, if you get a franchise quarterback, unless you jack it up so poorly, as the Texans seem to have done in this case, um, okay. to where reports just continue to get worse. And it's like, uh, is it too – it sounds like Deshaun Watson has no interest in playing another down there. Now, again, he's under contract, but then that gets – I mean, is a guy going to lose millions of millions of dollars sitting out? Who knows? But, I mean, ultimately, you never would trade Deshaun Watson. And and, and if you did, the asking price would have to be such that would set your team back as far as building out your roster. Um, I mean, they're talking three, four first-round picks in a player. I mean, you're thinking if – so say Miami calls, right? We'll send you Tua, right? Hey, we got Tua. He's kind of good and stuff. Um, I mean, he looked okay. Um, and, and maybe, we'll send, there. maybe we'll send Fitzpatrick as like a backup fourth quarter guy for you guys. We'll send those Closer. over there. And then we'll send you 500 first-round picks. Or, I mean, it's going to be like four first-round picks or three first-round picks. And, I mean, are you picking up the phone? You having that conversation? Or if you're the Jets, are you trading Sam Darnold? How many picks are you going to give away? But, but, like, the thing is, is these teams that are trying to get Deshaun Watson – are bad teams and it's hard to give up future assets to go get a guy like that. Although if you can get Deshaun Watson, I'm not sure the asking price to me is too tall. I just, it's just hard for me to see a team just going all out and sending five, six for, I just don't see it happening. So it's going to be difficult for them to get that done. And, And if Houston wants to get it done, they're going to have to to accept something because in their minds right now, I guarantee you, they're like, listen, we want naming rights to your stadium. We want, you know, they're going to want everything. So I think that they're also going to have to, because if he's not going to play, he tells you he's not going to play. Then then at that point you have to, I mean, you got to, I mean, what are you going to do? You got to get rid of him. And the longer you hold on to him at that point, then teams know that they can start giving you lower and lower offers. If you're going to move them, you got to move them now and get the value, you know, that, that you think you can. The two teams with the best assets that make the most sense are the New York Jets and the Miami Dolphins. The Jets have multiple first-round picks in the next two years. They can move any of those. They move two this year, and then they move both first-round picks next year. And Sam Darnold. Picks. You can just – you can add Sam Darnold, or you could use him to recoup other picks. Maybe you just give him the three picks. Maybe they want Zach Wilson or Justin Fields there. But we don't know anything until they hire a head coach. Is this basically becoming Eric the Enemy or bust just to make Deshaun Watson happy? Yeah. It sure as hell feels that way, doesn't it? That's how it feels to me. I mean, if they don't hire her, it's almost like you just hire the guy to not lose your job. Whether you like him, whether you want him on your team or not, whether you think he is he is the guy, um, you can't lose Deshaun Watson. So whatever the hell you got to do, you better figure it out. And it, luckily for them, Eric Bieniemy's the, the guy that's sitting out there that hasn't you know quite got the job offer at this point. Exactly, and you know people want to say, oh well, he doesn't call the plays there. He's an Andy Reid guy who doesn't call the plays. So is Doug Peterson. Now Nick Sirianni gets the Eagles job, never called plays. He's an offense coordinator, young guy. Dan Campbell hasn't called plays. But Dan Campbell, you know what he is. He's the guy who's going to lead. And speaking of Dan Campbell, let's move on to Dan Campbell. And let's Dan go Campbell. with the press conference of the year. Listen of to this. Of the quote. year? 
of the year so far. Yeah. Oh, it's we're, been we're a what? press conference. It's I haven't seen a press conference <laughs> like that in a, day, a long damn time. I'll promise you that. I mean, we're 21 days into the year. We'll give him press conference of the year thus far. <laughs> I mean, you can't beat this guy. Makes you. He wants. I want to play right now. Let's listen to what he had to say. We're gonna kick you in the teeth. All right, and when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off, all right? And we're going to stand up. And then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down, all right? And on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap, and we're going to get up. And then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. Before before long, we're going to be the last one standing, all right? That's going to be the mentality. So this team's going to be built on, uh, we're going to kick you in the teeth, I mean, he's talking cannibalism and whipping ass. And if anybody watched that, Dan Campbell, they'll say, oh, he looked uncomfortable up there. You know why? He's not a guy you need to put in a suit. Let's stop putting head coaches in suits and ties. Let them go up there and what they want to wear is their, what you want to see him on Sundays. This isn't the Tom Landry era of the suits and hats. Dan Campbell's a dude who probably – Walked off stage, ripped the sleeves off of his suit, ripped his yeah, eye off. Yeah, no doubt. Went and punched somebody, punched a wall, got on his Peloton bike, started pedaling away like a madman, started watching film and calling people. Dan Campbell is your new head man in Detroit. What are your expectations going forward with Dan Campbell? I mean, if you're a Lions fan, I don't know how you can't be excited for what you just saw today, um, if we're being honest. I mean – that press conference was I, – I think he's he's come in and, and kind of understood the pulse of the Lions fans in general. Um, you know, he made a comment today that I that I, I know for me, and I'm sure most other Lions fans resonate. He's like, I'm not going to get up here and give you coach talk because you've already heard that shit. That's all we've heard for the last, well, we got to coach better. Our pad level needs to be better. Like – it was an authentic. I think the 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 entire press conference seemed very authentic. Yeah, I mean the guy is. They say football guy, right? That guy is a football guy. I guarantee you, all that dude thinks about is football all mm -hmm. the time. Um, and yeah, he's gonna have an uphill battle. I mean, the team's got some issues. Um, but there are some pieces there. I just think as as a Lions fan, you have to be excited. Um, now, what do they do with Stafford? Where do they go as far as that's concerned? I don't know what they do at this point. Um, and they even said as much. And it's just like you get these questions like, oh, what are you going to do with Matthew Stafford? And he's like, dude, I just, this is my second day in the building. Like, I, like we, we are mm -hmm. going to make these decisions today. Um, but you've got to be excited about the hire. And then he got off the phone and hired a defense coordinator. So hired Aaron Glenn away from the Saints. Aaron Glenn, a former DB in the league for a long time. Feisty player. There. Yep. yep, absolutely. So, I mean, yeah, you saw the uh, the press conference. It was fantastic. Um, it, but, again, it's a press conference. It, it, you He won the press conference, as they say. Uh, you, you know, that was – it was good stuff. It was fun. Um, and we're ready to go. However, expectation-wise, it's, it's hard to put anything on it at this point to me personally um, because I think – we don't know the direction of what are we doing. Are we are we going to go to the to where we trade Stafford and we're kind of thinking this is a couple three year deal? Are we going to 
clearly try to revamp this defense? Is Kenny Galladay in the picture? I mean, there's so many things. So the expectations for me right now, I can't put like a win total or anything on here. But I do, you know, based off that, you, you, you get excited. You expect the team to compete. Um, and, and if I was a player, I mean, that's the kind of guy I want to play for. And, and Matt Patricia, he's the complete opposite of Matt Patricia. Um, he has a personality? Yeah. <laughs> you saw it. You saw it today. Um, and it was just like he genuinely seemed like excited for the city. I mean, he he, he played for the Lions, so there's that. Um, it was fun. It was good. And I, I think uh, the Lions fans kind of got a little shot of adrenaline in the arm today and something we probably needed. But, again, doesn't mean a damn thing. Doesn't mean he's going to be successful necessarily. But it, it, his passion and excitement, you could, you could kind of feel it. Yeah, and I didn't expect a uh, a win prediction at this point yet, but you hit it on the head when you said you expect them to be tough, you expect them to compete. That's what you expect from this team. And two names have come up. The offensive coordinator spot is quarterback coach of the Ravens, James Urban, and Steelers wide receivers coach, Ike Hilliard. Yeah. Two interesting names. Urban would be a nice pickup. He likes to run the they like to run the football there in Baltimore. Be a nice move for the NFC North division. I mean you guys got Dan Campbell. He's a guy who last year, I believe, January 4th, I think, was in my notes. I don't know where I put it. He interviewed with the Cleveland Browns. He was a guy I liked as a possibility for the Browns before they ended up hiring Kevin Stefanski, who today was voted head coach of the year by the Pro Football Writers Association. Good job. Worthy. Worthy. Hopefully this time next year you can say Dan Campbell with the same thing for your team because you guys deserve it out there in Detroit. Thank you. Time to turn things around there, and it's going to be an interesting offseason. Definitely a team we're going to look forward to here and starting next week we'll start our off-season previews we're going to start with jacksonville jaguars and the new york jets we're going to try to do two teams a week those are two exciting teams to talk about in my opinion we can go so many directions they can go so many directions usually the shittiest teams especially with herbski down there uh, Erbsky and the boys with some, some extra draft capital and bring in the, uh, the long wavy haired young fellow out of Clemson, Mr. Lawrence. So I'm a very going to be Justin Fields. Yeah. Stop I, with the Justin Fields crap guys. Yeah. It's not Justin Fields. You know, it, it can't, it's not, no, it's not going to be Justin Fields. Um, and, and I have a feeling on this show, we're going to talk about Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, then teams we're gonna we're gonna hear Justin Fields is the guy, and then what well, Justin Fields at one. Well, we won't, but people will be saying that. Then there's Zach Wilson will be at one, and then it'll be like, hey, Trey Lance is gonna be the second quarterback taken, and you know how this bullshit offseason goes. It's the same every year, it's the same damn thing. Who are your top four quarterbacks right now? Not to put you on the spot, but I'm putting oh, you on the spot. Yeah, um, I, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance in that order. With you, and then Mac Jones, number five. Uh, yeah, and I don't. And, and Mac Jones might be a fine game manager quarterback, but but let's also look at Mac Jones had some talent around him down there, down there in Alabama. Um, which Whoa, Bill O'Brien heads to now. Our boy Bill, Billy, Billy uh, accepted the job there at Bama today. So nice. So that's exciting for him. We know he just loves to go ruin places. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean it, it's. That's there's a lot of fun in those in those teams and the ideas of that. Yeah, Alabama. I mean, it wasn't even fair what Mac Jones had, but that's something we'll talk about more starting next week. We'll start building to that. Right now, before we go to next week, let's go back to last week. 
Let's talk about the divisional round. Excellent weekend of football last week. We'll start. We'll go game by game with what happened. We go the first game of the weekend. That was Saturday at Lambeau Field. The Green Bay Packers, 32-18 to winners over the Rams. Rodgers, 296 and two scores. Aaron Jones, 14 carries, 99 yards and a score. And Alan Lazard led the Packers in receiving four catches, 96 yards and a score. What are some of your takeaways from this game? You know, it, it, Aaron Rodgers is really damn good. You see he, he pumped the man off the moon. Mm-hmm. Um the the Packers, well, I'm sure we'll get into the Packers. They're they're clicking at the right time. Listen, Jared Goff's his thumbs falling off and shit. Um, that defense, while good, I mean, it's it's tough, man. When you're not clicking on offense, um, which they they weren't. They got they're banged up. I just think Green Bay was the better team. I wasn't shocked at the outcome as we picked on Ward's wagers and in, in, in our game picks. I think you took the Rams, didn't you? Nope. I took the Packers in that one. Okay, that one I'll, one one there. I'll wait. I'll wait. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I, I'm not shocked that they that they won. Um, in in you know, the way the Rams played defensively the second half of the year was was fantastic. Um, and Jalen Ramsey being in that back, and the defensive backfield's been fantastic for them since the trade, which we all thought was a was a king's ransom to get him, and, mm-hmm. and it certainly still actually stands that it's a king's ransom. However. And that's for a DB. It's not Sean Watson. Um, but, the, yeah, their their offense just wasn't good enough to, to hang with Green Bay. It wasn't. And Jared Goff, I mean, Goff was gritty with the thumb. We knew he was going to struggle. The biggest thing for them, they couldn't stop the Packers because Aaron Donald was hurt. He wasn't on the field as much as he should have been. It was a rough game. We knew the Packers were going to run. They were going to be able to pass. They were going to be able to do anything on offense. And when Aaron Donald's not healthy – even if you have Jalen Ramsey, no matter who you have in your defense, that defense starts up front with Aaron Donald. But yeah, Green Bay moves on and they will host the NFC Championship game. And we'll get to that in a second. But the second game on Saturday night, it was the Buffalo Bills beating the Baltimore Ravens 17 to 3. And I did take the Ravens in this one, but I was wrong. Lamar concussed, had the pick six. Josh Allen wasn't great, 23-37, 206, a touchdown rushing and passing. Taron Johnson's 101-yard pick six of Lamar Jackson was a big play of the game. Justin Tucker missed some field goals. It was a tough night kicking in Buffalo, but the Bills rolled 17-3. What are your thoughts on this one? The Bills' defense has arrived, dude, at the right time. They mm-hmm. played fantastic down the stretch. Um, yeah, Lamar concussed, not great, right? Um, but here's the deal. That offense, although they've gotten Dobbins going later in the year, Lamar is just it, – it's tough because when you get in, in situations where you have to throw the football, that's tough That's tough for him because he's not a guy that's just going to be able to go out there and, and flick it around 40 times without – you know, when you can sit back and drop in coverage. It's just not who he is. We've talked about this. That team gets down. They're, they're It's tough. And, and, and Josh Allen – yeah, his numbers weren't great, but he took what they gave him. They yep. wanted him to play underneath. They weren't going to get. They were not going to get. You know, hit with the big play, and they didn't. Stephon Diggs is a freaking animal. He's over a hundred yards again. Another tutty. Uh, what do you do with this guy? Uh, hey, I love the Buffalo Bills, dude. They are fun. We will talk more about them later because they will travel to Kansas City to face the Kansas City Chiefs, who beat the Cleveland Browns twenty-two to seven. 
Mahomes concussed. Chad Henney comes in. 22 17, bro. 22 17. Give me a number. Give some respect, man. What the hell is going on here? My bad on that one. <laughs> Still 21 to 30, 255 yards, a score. Kelsey and Hill, eight catches for 109 and 110, respectively. Baker Mayfield, 23 to 37, 204. Richard Higgins, five for 88, and Chubb, 13 for 69. The Kansas City Chiefs, they were rolling in this one. Absolutely rolling until Pat Mahomes went out. Excuse me. What yeah. were your thoughts on this game? And then I'll give you mine. I mean, you kind of what you said. Uh, it was going to be a 14 to 17 point game, in, at least in my opinion, if Patrick Mahomes stayed on the field. Um, Cleveland couldn't stop him. It, that offense, it's just, there's just so many problems that they create with motion. And the fact that Travis Kelsey is unguardable by linebacker, or he, I mean, it, the guy had, like, what, 1,400 yards or something as a tight end this year? I mean, it's yep. it's, it's incredible. Um, Cleveland should have won the football game. Um, once Chad Henney came in, when Chad Henney threw that pick in the end zone, which – Biggest gift put on there. pick. Yeah. Floated it up. Hey, here we go. Arm yeah. punt. But it was like a game line. of 500. Like, he just threw it up into the air. Um at that point, I thought that the game was over, but but give Andy Reid credit for having some uh, some large, yeah, yeah, you know that that fourth that fourth uh, down call. I didn't think they were going to call a play, and uh, did Tony Romo. But the problem with with me and why you, you as a Browns fan you have to accept this is because you you can't give 15 yards up to Chad Henney on a rollout on third and 16. It's unacceptable, and you deserve to lose. Just the the fact of the matter, Cleveland had a great season. Kansas City, I think, is if Mahomes stays in there, it's not that close. But again, Cleveland could bolster their defense, and, and you know, and, and be back hopefully next year. But you, you can't take anything for granted in this league. But yeah, not surprising um, for me. Kansas City moves on, but now they face the Buffalo Bills, and we will talk more about that game later. But first, listen, Browns fans. There are some plays in that game, and I am a Browns fan. Anybody who watches the show or knows me knows that. But Browns the, fans. The Hollywood Higgins play. Oh, Lord almighty. Exactly what I'm going to talk about. One right of the worst, one of the worst uh, rules in all sports. The rule sucks, but we know the deal. We know that's the rule. And Kevin Stefanski has spoken to his team and said, hey, in that situation, don't stretch the ball out. Should he have stretched that ball out? Probably not. I like what he was trying to do. I get the aggressiveness. Was it a helmet-to-helmet hit? Yes, it was. But that's not why you lost that football game. And all Browns the, fans. All the eyes went to the ball yeah. when that happened. So, yes, the, the the hit was illegal, but the ball was – like it's hard to, 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 to expect a referee to see a ball being fumbled into the end zone as well as, as being able to pick up on that call. Yeah, it sucks. Mm. The, whole, the whole thing sucks. And it was super Cleveland Browns. He kind of meal deal to, to go from go, scoring a touchdown and with fumbling through the you know back of the end zone for a touchback. Yeah, it's it's, but yeah, it's tough, man, and it stinks. But yeah, you you play sixty minutes for a reason. And it's of course you know ESPN brought up it's the first fumble within the within the five yard line in a playoff game since the fumble in nineteen eighty seven or whatever it was with Ernest Biner. Blah blah blah. Yes, Cleveland Browns. And we can think, oh, poor us, poor Browns, this happened. Let's stop the goddamn loser. Sorry, it's a Philip Rivers show. The gosh darn mother fluffin' 
Loser mentality in Cleveland. That's not why we lost the game. That's not what changed that game. Okay. That hey, alert. You guys just won a playoff game. We like we did. that. I would love we that. We did win a playoff game. And be excited that you won a playoff game. Like, come on. Like, what, what are we doing here? You know why you lost that playoff game? You hit on it. Third and 14 in the fourth quarter. One timeout left, under three minutes to go. Third and 14 against Chad Henney. Chad it's Henney. It's not, it's not 13 yards and 34 inches to give him two inches on a fourth and inches to ice the game. Andy Reid knows to go for it because I believe he actually thought that the Browns would win that football game because Baker Mayfield, even though the stats don't show it, Baker Mayfield was the only Cleveland Brown to truly show up in that game. Why did the Browns look so bad? Why were they getting run out of the building? Because the Cleveland Browns are slow. So when we talk off-season previews, what do the Browns need to do? They need to get faster. But it's the only reason you lost that game is because you gave up that play to Chad Henney. That's why you lost that football you game. Should be happy that you that we're in that game because you probably yeah. wouldn't have been a faction home home stayed in that game no. because you couldn't stop him. And for all the people who wanted to hate on Stefanski for punting it on fourth and nine under four minutes ago, that doesn't happen if Pat Mahomes is in that game because you don't give that ball back to Pat Mahomes. With Chad Henney, your defense, no matter how bad the defense had been most of the year, and I get you're struggling, you don't have the greatest players out there, and they're going to rebuild that defense. It's going to get better. It can't get worse, really. Well, hopefully not. Anyway, you need to get faster. You get Grant Delpit back. But you kick that ball because you expected to stop Chad Henning, and you should have. So Kansas City moves on to face the Bills. Bills will go to Arrowhead, and that will be a 640 kickoff. And that will be the second game of the night on Sunday because the first game will see the Green Bay Packers welcoming in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who beat the New Orleans Saints 30-20. to Tom Brady, 199, two scores. He wasn't great, good enough to win. The thing was, the Bucks held Kamara to 105 total yards, and can't guard Mike got his ass guarded and looked like a tall Jarvis Landry out there, just looked slow and tall, and got a goose egg, zero catches for zero yards, breezed through three picks in what may be his final game of his career. I think, suck if he, I think it was two, so we're going to lose another player probably during this week to retire. Play the, will you play like a nice, like, song when he actually officially I retired that's not what i was thinking that's not what i was thinking yes exactly <laughs> i um, was trying to make a philip rivers kind of version of that night <laughs> and my computer's like no we're not going to do it so i just gave up on it and that's why i played the whole western <laughs> thing but what are your thoughts on this game tampa bay good enough to beat green bay in green bay in the playoffs i think so um yeah listen man Turning the ball over as, as much as they did it is, it, you know, ha, like you said, Drew Brees throwing three picks. You can't, you can't do it. The thing is with, yes, Tampa has tons of weapons, right? Antonio Brown's nicked up. Drew, or Drew Brees on the other side of the ball, though, he just cannot throw the ball vertically anymore. It's just, just the way the offense is. Mm. And what Tampa did, <laughs> excuse me. They just pinched everything and made them play in front of them. There was nothing over the top. They they knew that that Drew Brees wasn't going to beat them over the top, so they could stack the box. Listen, you Kamara's going to get hundred yards on anybody, all purpose. They the defense won them this football game, in my opinion. Um, Devin White was a monster. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It, it, we could have drafted him too, um, but I like T.J. Hawkinson. 
Um, but yeah, it, it, to me, it's just they're not. I don't think that they're good enough to go to Lambeau and win. But they were good enough against Drew Brees, and that's why I think we saw what Drew Brees looked like. It looked like the end. It's sad. Hell, it, Phil Philip Rivers looked way further away from the end than Drew Brees that night. He did. So uh, it's tough because we're going to lose, you know, two Hall of Fame fantastic quarterbacks. Um, and I do think that that Philip Rivers will be a Hall of Famer. But uh, that's a different talk for a different day. Well, while you're talking that. I absolutely agree with you that Philip Rivers should be a Hall of Famer. Did he ever win the big one? No. 252 straight starts. Fifth most passing yards. Fifth most touchdowns. I think in 2007, they win that game if he doesn't have a torn ACL. And he played that game with a torn ACL. Basically, he was this era's version of Brett Favre. Is what he was. He was a guy who went out there every game, gave it his all, talked his trash, had his fun, just a straight-up gunslinger. That's what Philip Rivers was. And for Drew Brees, if this was indeed his final game, which we all think it is, it's sad to see him go out that way because the arm, you could tell, it's just not the same. He couldn't throw downfield. Their deepest pass was on a trick play where Jameis just launched it 56 yards. And Jameis will be interesting this offseason to see what happens with him. Signed a one-year $5 million deal with the Saints. Will he stay there? Is it his turn to maybe get there, or do they go Taysom Hill or something else? We will find out. But as far as going in to Lambeau, the Packers got their ass kicked the last time these two teams faced. I believe that was the uh, Aaron Rodgers got up early, did the the double check in the end zone, the title belt, and then they just got hammered. But it's Green Bay in the playoffs. It's Lambeau. That was Tom Brady, forty-three super years old. Long time ago. It was different teams. They are the way that defense is playing. They can win. We will see. We'll talk that in just a little bit when we get to our game picks. But before we do that, tonight we won't have uh, Chris at Detroit BC on the show. But, however, check out his work on DFSCheatSheet.com. Follow him on Twitter at Detroit Beastie. Check out Bottom of the Barrel. He will help you fill in the blanks on those lineups in DFS if you're playing FanDuel or DraftKings. Hope he's feeling better next week. We'll get him back on the show. We will get now to our social media stooge of the week. Last week it was Chase Claypool. This week, I'm just gonna pull up this uh, this picture here. Let you guys see this. I didn't even pull anything up, but this just what I googled. Joe Exotic, that man of Tiger King fame, the the gay three husband having tiger taming social media stud that he is. He was so convinced that. He was going to get pardoned. He had a limo sitting outside of him, sitting outside of his jail. You can see it right there. Let me put my cursor on it. I can't get the cursor to pop up. But Joe Exotic, pardon Joe Exotic. And then guess what? Trump did not pardon Joe Exotic. Waste of a limo, waste of time, just trying to get his name out there as he has for a long time. So you, Joe Exotic, you are our social media studio of the week. I wanted him to get pardoned just because we need Joe Exotic back out in the streets, dude. <laughs> um, what a world that we live in, dude. You know why I didn't get pardoned, right? What? No, I didn't get pardoned. That bitch Carol Baskins. That's yeah, why. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly why. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, just the world we live in where we're, we're hoping guys get pardoned that are 
threaten to kill people and have tigers. <laughs> That's incredible. And for anyone who hasn't watched Tiger King on Netflix, if you want to watch a train wreck, you got it. But every time you think, okay, this can't possibly get any more of a train wreck, oh, it does. It's like we got one train, two trains, three trains. Then you find out about uh, other. I mean, it's just a mess. But Joe Exotic, you are a social media stooge of the week. And now let's promote some stuff. (laughs) Let's go with it. This is the Full Coverage Football Show. We want to thank everybody for watching. You can follow us on Twitter at FCFS Pod. Check us out on Facebook, fb.me backslash FCFS Pod. This show available live every Thursday night beginning at 8 p.m. You can find us on Twitter on Periscope at Somerville CLE. Check out mine for that. Follow Drew at Detroit Dave 7. You can follow our YouTube page. There are links on all of our social media to that. But more importantly, do us a favor and follow the people who support this show. And feel free to support the show yourself. If you want to get part of the show, hit us up on Twitter. Email me, SomervilleJeremy at Yahoo.com. But for now, let's thank our sponsors. Check them out. Manhattan Deli Mentor, 440-974-0055. Open 8 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 8 to 2 on Sunday. Check them out. Get some good food. Got delivery through DoorDash, Grubhub, and Uber Eats, I believe. Check out Conceal Carry Firearms Training, 440-391-4118. Call Jim. Get your concealed carry, take care of that. And then if you're looking for some good daycare, looking for someone to watch your kids, check out Kitty Cove Daycare on Facebook at Kitty Cove OH. And then while you're doing all that and you're messing around and you really want to support the show, check out our new merchandise at bonfire.com backslash store backslash FCFS dash T's. Bunch of t-shirts up there. More coming this following week. We will have more stuff up there. And that's probably all we're going to put up this week. But now it's time to get to our game picks and welcome Drew back Whoa, in. Oh, look at the record. Look at the record. Eh, look at the record. Yes, look at the record. Here Let's I am blowing that. a big lead. I was up 10, Atlanta 8 Falcons. to 10 games, baby. You are the 8 Atlanta to 10 Falcons. games. Drew went 4-0 and last week in his picks. I went 2-2. Two and two. I am now 109-52. and 52. Drew at 110-51. and 51. And that so, one game is a big advantage when we're talking. We only got three of these bad boys left. And, and I know I'm going to get these all, all three of these right. So <laughs> that sucks, man. So before we started promoting shit and doing all that stuff, sorry, Phillip Rivers. We were talking Bucks at Pack. And this is an interesting game because we know what happened in the last matchup. We said that was a long time ago. It's a different team. And we talked Matt. We didn't even bring up the fact that you know Arthur Smith before he took over as OC. It was Matt Lafleur who's done an excellent job here. Yeah, twenty six and six in two years with the Packers and another NFC Championship game for the Packers. And the Packers will also be playing with a heavy heart as they lost their longtime general manager from two thousand five two thousand seventeen. Ted Thompson yeah. passed away last night at the age of sixty eight. His first draft pick was one that was completely blown out of proportion it was everyone's like why are you doing this at the time he had brett Favre, and in 2005 with brett Favre on his roster he took a young kid named aaron Rodgers, and this guy at 37 years old throwing 48 touchdowns six picks and that's why guys like me and you like hate the packers and you hate the steelers because like you mm-hmm. shouldn't be able to have three like the steelers three coaches in the history like you shouldn't be able to go yeah. from Aaron, from brett Favre to aaron Rodgers. like it's it's not right Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be able to embarrass us twice a year every year. It's not right. They should be giving us compensatory picks just for beating our ass. 
that would be nice to get those for every time you get swept by someone in your division. And then we draft someone and we would just blow the pick anyways, for the most part, because that's what our teams are known for. I mean, when you look through our history, but uh, condolences to the family. It's Ted Thompson, but you're absolutely correct. And now we get to the game at Lambeau. Lambeau in January, the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. Is this going to be a packed win and headed to the Super Bowl, or does Tom Brady once again move on? I just think it's the Packers, man. I do at home. It's cold. Listen, there's no crowd, or I don't even know what the deal is in Wisconsin. They have, I think crowd or, or, what, or something. Okay, so there's basically no crowd. Um, I mean, six thousand is nice, mm-hmm. um, but I, I just think Green Bay is the better team. I know that you might have more shiny cars offensively uh, over down there in Tampa. Um, definitely going up into the cold weather. I think. Green Bay's defense has been playing well enough. I think Aaron Rodgers is your MVP. I don't know if you have an argument about 100%. that. Um, so I just think that they're they're playing good football. I do think it's a it's a good game, um, but I don't think Brady's getting another Super Bowl here. If he does, God, gosh darn, golly, it's ridiculous at that point. I mean, the dude now he's just like I'm just gonna go to the NFC and win some Super Bowls. Um, I'm bored over so, here in the AFC. I heard Gronk said, yeah, we're back in the AFC Championship. And his teammates, it's like, no, nope, it's actually the NFC. It's like, okay. <laughs> uh, but, no, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to roll with Rodgers here. And uh, and I feel I feel good about it. Most times when a team, especially a Tampa team, is going into the frozen tundra, you're like, Packers all the way. But you have a guy who played well That's in tough. snow games. Yeah. Tom Brady, doesn't matter the weather. Tom Brady's Tom Brady. He usually gets it done. And Tom Brady now one year in the NFC, one NFC championship game. Dallas Cowboys still not since the 90s. Crazy to think that is a funny meme, but Jerry hasn't had a team there in a long time. The Packers, they're rolling on all cylinders. That defense playing extremely well. Jair Alexander, Alexander, if I slur through that, playing excellent football at the corner position can be part of shutting down Mike Evans. You're not going to completely shut down Mike Evans. Lattimore figured that out last week. Held him like one catch for three yards, but it was still a touchdown. The guy's big. He can body you up in the red zone, and Lattimore's a stud. (laughs) He sure as hell is. But Aaron Rodgers, it just seems like he wants to give the biggest F you to that front office for drafting Jordan Love. He's like, I could use another receiver right now. Henry Ruggs or somebody would have been cool. (laughs) <laughs> like, I mean, I know that we've yeah. got Henry Ruggs, but like, yeah, he could use another weapon right now. I mean, Devontae Adams is a freak, mm-hmm. but. And it's so fitting that we're talking about this now with the death of Ted Thompson because he was like, hey, you know what? I still got Brett Favre, but I'm going to draft Aaron Rodgers anyways. And maybe Jordan Love ends up being pretty good. But Brett Favre wasn't playing at the level Aaron Rodgers is now. And as we talk Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, right now, if you had to pick one to win you a game, who would you pick, Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers. Okay, so here, here's the thing. Aaron Rodgers is better than Brett Favre. Okay? It's not even really relatively close, in my opinion, right? I mean, Aaron Rodgers is probably – I mean, you could argue, ta- like, he's better than Tom Brady. I mean, clearly better than Tom Brady at this point. But Aaron Rodgers is a all-time – one of the top QBs I've ever seen. So Brett Favre, while good, 
we're talking about two completely separate dudes right here. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is a freak. Um, and it sucks, and I'm, I'm sick of it, but it's just the way it is. Give me Aaron Rodgers all day long. It is really hard for me to agree with you because growing up, Brett Favre, Brett Favre was my favorite quarterback. Loved watching Brett Favre. I had the Brett Favre. I'm not a kid anymore, dude. You I had the Brett Favre shoes. I had the jersey. Wait, Brett Favre had Brett, shoes? Brett Favre had shoes. They were great shoes, too. Love them. If I find them today, I would still wear them Wow. because that's how comfortable and amazing they were. They were like Air Max something. Small for you at this point, right? I mean, the ones I had probably are too small, right. but that's they're like field turf shoes. They were phenomenal. Okay. But I would take Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers, the one thing he's always done better than Brett Favre. Brett Favre is a gunslinger. Aaron Rodgers is a surgeon. Doesn't turn the ball over. And, yeah, if you give it to me. In this game, though, I mean, I want to take Tampa Bay. And Matt says Tampa's linebackers slash defense are legit. Bucks by three. It's Tom Fluff and Brady. Yeah, Tom Fluff and Brady, excellent quarterback. The GOAT, the best there is. But I just – Aaron Rodgers and the Packers seem like they're – the team this year that just has everything going their way. And will that defense shut down Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams? Possibly. But you looked last week as Alan Lazard made plays. See, and, and while Matt is correct, um, defense is legit, especially guys that aren't even thought of, like Adamic and Sue up front, which mm-hmm. was one of my boys, man. Um, and you touched on Devin White, but here's the deal. Aaron Rodgers is not Drew Brees, and the ability to stretch the the field vertically is something that Green Bay can do, and they can do yep. it often. And and this is a completely different offense that they saw last week uh, in New Orleans. Or well, yeah, in New Orleans. And this is a totally different offense than what they saw the last time. The thing that has made the Packers great this year is that their offense is constantly evolving. Now they're running out this formation where they have three running backs in with AJ Dillon in the backfield, you know Jamal Williams in the backfield, and then they're shooting. Aaron Jones across formation. Defense doesn't know if they're going to hand it off. They don't know if it's going to be a swing pass to Aaron Jones. And then they beat you with Alan Lazard deep on that same play. And then they run it again, and it's a rush up the middle for A.J. Dillon for six yards. They're doing so much and using all their talent properly that I just have to pick the Packers here, even though I want to pick the Bucks because it's Tom Brady, because it's a championship game, and it's just what he does. I'm going to go with you. I agree with you, and I, it will be the Packers. Neither of us, I don't think, will be shocked if Tom Brady's in the Super Bowl. No, absolutely not. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm gonna go with Aaron Rodgers because. And this is the 305 game on Fox. Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, Aaron Andrews, Tom Rinaldi. Tom Rinaldi on Fox. I'm not used to yet. I love Tom Rinaldi on ESPN. It's, yeah, I can't believe they let him go. Uh, what do you, what, uh, dude? ESPN has become the the dumpster fire scumbag network of all networks. What do you mean? You can't believe they let them go? They it's let just, all the good people go. I know, but it's <laughs> when you watch ESPN and when I enjoy ESPN, they're doing their deep dives into things. And yes, Tom Rinaldi, Tom Rinaldi voice, yeah, he just voices them. His writing, Tom Rinaldi is an excellent pro, and just ESPN, you blew that one. You blew it. He isn't woke enough, dude. He isn't woke enough. I mean, I guess he wasn't having all the hot takes needed and not thinking that guys who hadn't played in two years were the reason teams weren't winning. See, like, and and, yeah. and the thing is, nobody gives a shit about Tom Rinaldi's what he thinks about anything. He, we want to see him do the the outside the lines or the deep yeah. dive. Nobody cares what Tom Rinaldi has to say about anything else. But 
I'm with you. I love me some Tom Rinaldi, but again, ESPN, just because I can't pile on ESPN enough, just a disaster of a company that is just eroding from inside and, and something that you love to see. Yeah, it's insane. I mean, ESPN is what we grew up with, what we loved, and now it's yeah. just nothing. Like, I hardly watch ESPN. Let's see here. Okay, we got another trivia question from my pops here. Outside of Tom Brady, what other quarterback has played a playoff game in three decades? Three decades. Uh, let's see. What do you, you got? With? Any idea? No, <laughs> no, I really don't. Um, let's see. Wouldn't be Montana. Wouldn't be something. Could Steve Young? No, we, we clearly have to have somebody with some longevity. Yeah, that came I'm think to the league at the back half of of a certain decade. I mean, mm-hmm. it clearly had to be you know in the back half of a decade. Um, I don't know, Chris. All right. Anybody else want to answer this question, go ahead and comment. And anyone listening to the pod on the re-air, go ahead and guess for this. But I'm not throwing in the towel yet. Just give me a second to think about that. Google is a great question. I'm not Googling it. You can see my hand. Not Googling it. Roethlisberger. Well, no. Uh, Roethlisberger came in 2004. Actually, yes. Roethlisberger, three decades, 2004, he was drafted, played in the 0-10s, 10-20s, and the 2021. Roethlisberger is a correct answer on that. Is that the answer you were looking for? We'll see. Roethlisberger is a correct answer. Good job, Matt, getting that one. So my whole philosophy of them having to come in in the back end of the century, the century, geez, I can't tell the decade, that was uh, Johnny Unitas. All right, Johnny U, but also Ben Roethlisberger. So – He's asked us questions before on the show, and we always get an answer, but it's never the one he was looking for. But Matt hit it. Roethlisberger is a correct answer. Johnny Unitas also. And, yeah, back to Bills and Chiefs. Let's get to Bills and Chiefs. Here's another guy who can – who's two guys possibly who could play in multiple decades of playoff games. Josh Allen takes his Buffalo Bills 15-3 and now on the year to Arrowhead Stadium to face Pat Mahomes – and the Kansas City Chiefs. Is this, yeah, Phil Rivers, hang on. We're going back. All right. And Phillip Rivers. Matt just showing off tonight. Well, well, it's bullshit that that there's three and we couldn't even name one, right? Yeah. Right? So, like, if there's any more, just leave, keep it yourself, gentlemen. Hey. Um, wait, Next hey, week, when you <laughs> tune into the full coverage football show, it's going to be hosted by Chris and Matt. Yeah. Drew and I will take the week off. Yeah. And I'll come up with some tricky-ass questions for yeah. you, too. We will bring up the questions. <laughs> this is like, you remember Stump the Schwab speaking of old ESPN shows? That was a great show. I used to love that one. Used to kick ass on that show, and now all of a sudden, I can't answer simple questions, and we're just getting blown out of the water on the questions here. But Josh Allen traveling to Arrowhead. Bill's going to win this game, or Kansas City moving on to another Super Bowl. Goddamn right, the Buffalo Bills are circling the wagons going to the Super Bowl. Nope. There's no question in my mind. I don't have much to say besides Buffalo Bills Super Bowl. Let's go. So here we go, Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo, listen, before I even get into anything else, Buffalo started donating money to Lamar Jackson's charity, 450000 Bills fans are the best, dude. <laughs> we laugh at the Bills fans going through tables and all this shit they do and stuff. Sorry. God, I'm not doing a very Philip Rivers job of this stuff. 
But Buffalo Bills fans, man, just excellent fan base. They really are donating money all around. Josh Allen's grandma, the money they donated for her, the Lamar Jackson now 450000 the amount of tables they are going through and table stocks just soaring through the roof. I mean, Buffalo Bills fans, uh, if, hats off to you. If you don't have a, you. if you don't have a fighter in the ring, how do you not root for the Buffalo Bills? It is hard not to. And listen, I want the Bills to win this game. I really do. The Bills, I love the defense. We've ripped on the defense all year, and you hit it on the head earlier in this show that they are playing some of their best football of the year. They're finally getting it going. But Pat Mahomes, how do you stop that offense? Give him a concussion. You don't. I mean, yeah, you give him a concussion, but then Chad Henney. But Chad Henney wouldn't run 14 yards against his Buffalo Bills defense the way they're playing right now. I'm taking the Chiefs, and I really don't want to. Terrible pick. Terrible pick. I mean, I want the Bills to win, but for me – that terrible pick, like you're not picking the ex Super Bowl champions that have Patrick Holmes. Um, but terrible, yeah, I'm, pick. I'm, I'm just brushing it off, like, yeah, I, I know. And hopefully, that's the one game I get right, and we end up tying here, and then we got to go to the Super Bowl tied. That would be kind of fun. We will see, though, because this game, I really think the Chiefs, I think the Chiefs should dominate this game to a certain extent because. The way that defense is playing for Kansas City, they're playing fast right now. Tyron Matthew, the honey badger, played out of his mind last week. One of the most fun players, most underlooked players in the league. Everyone wants to think of all these great safeties, Jamal Adams, you name it, whoever. But honey badger just keeps going out there and kicking ass. In the dirt, doesn't matter. Little guy picking plays off. The honey badger's playing excellent football, and I think he can maybe go Josh Allen and throw in a pick. But... On the other side, just can't go against Pat Mahomes. If Pat Mahomes stays in this game, I mean, I mean, I expect Pat Mahomes to stay in the game. I mean, it was kind of a fluky, weird thing that happened last week. I'm not even. It's not even. Everybody's like, "Oh, he's for sure got a concussion." I saw the hand. I'm like, I don't know, like, where you could tell me he for sure got a concussion. It wasn't like he his his health his head got bounced off the ground no. viciously, or it was like a helmet to helmet. Like everybody's like, "Oh, yeah, it's for sure a concussion." I mean. Clearly, he was dazed and confused, but I'm not sure. I mean, it wasn't a dirty hit by any sort of means. Nope. It, just, it was kind of – I mean, it was kind of like the beam of life that the, the Cleveland Browns needed to, to play the Buffalo Bills, but – They didn't get it. Couldn't stop Chad any. Dude, if it was Browns, Bills, oh, that would be so – so it would be happen? amazing. Browns, Bills, Battle of Lake Erie. Waiting to face Ooh. off to the Lions in the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, gosh. One that year. One year it will happen, and then the world will end. Yeah, we'll be dead. Funny thing about this game, versus common opponents this year. They played 10 common opponents this year. Kansas City, 8-2 and two against those common opponents, lost to the Chargers and the Raiders. Now, the Chargers game, I believe that was a Chad Henney start. The Raiders game was... Derek Carr going off, and yeah. Derek Carr. If you're following Never. social media, Derek Carr. Oh, Derek things Carr. going on there. Not stop tweeting now. Uh, no, you're right though. However, I mean, that's when we thought that the Raiders were good. Remember, yeah. we were like, are they okay? Are they just beat the Chiefs, and then they just <laughs> just look exactly what happened the year before. They, they, yep. they just the, the wheels come off. 
and they can't they can't do anything. It, the exact same thing that happened the year before because they started, I believe, five and two or six and three, something along those something lines, like and then just were terrible. And then for those common opponents, Buffalo ten and zero against common opponents. Oh, guaranteed win, Buffalo. So there you go. Josh Allen now thirty-seven touchdowns, ten picks on the year. Pat Mahomes thirty-eight touchdowns, six picks. But it's going to come down to possibly legs. having to run the football game. Josh Allen's legs are super underrated, and I don't know yeah. what his rushing yards are compared to Pat Mahomes. I'm sure they're way higher because Pat Mahomes isn't necessarily that guy. Mm-hmm. But um, it does stink to have Zach Moss out for them. But they're they've they they're doing just fine. I think I look for Buffalo to be able to move the ball pretty easily against Kansas City, kind of like the Browns were able to do for for a lot of that game. Yeah. And you know the crazy thing is, if anyone watched the show last week, we said the top four quarterbacks left in the playoffs, and we agreed on this, were Mahomes, Rodgers, Brady, and Allen, which was pretty obvious. But all four of those guys, the quarterback league moving on, quarterback league showing that these guys are the guys to move on. So Drew is taking the Packers and the Bills. I am taking the Packers and the Chiefs. Drew 4-0 last week to take the lead in game picks, and now... Speaking of 4-0, let's get to 4-0, baby, because you were 4-0 last week also in Ward's Wagers. Yep. And now we will hit some Ward's Wagers. Let's hit your music. And now it's not going to work. But, hey, expert. whatever. It's going to not work. Oh, damn, okay. Your music is not working. Let me see if we can get it to work here in a second. Really we'll hold off. Some music. I mean. We will hit it. Let me find it. Here comes the money. There we go. Ward's Wager, on Olive Oil, 43-18-2 against the Fred 2019. 4-0 last week, 25-15-1 on the year. If you need to order some olive oil, call 440-479-4832 or email the email on the screen because I'm not even going to try to read that. $16.99 a bottle for CBD olive oil. That's five ounces. That is less than any of the competitors. And... Anandamide, Jay. Anandamide? Is that what we're going with? Yep. At Gmail. I'm sure it is some anime thing or something that I don't understand. But $16.99 a bottle for some good CBD olive oil, way less than the competitors. And now, if you need some money to buy that, $16.99 a bottle. Need some money to buy that? This is the guy you talk to. Let's go to Drew Ward's wagers. Man, hot week, hot week. People are talking 4-0 pretty good. Um, so, anyway, moving on here. I got, I'm gonna, we got two games. I got three bets for you. Uh, Buffalo at KC, as we discussed earlier, I am all in on Buffalo, and I hope that I'm not embarrassed because of that. Buffalo's getting two and a half points on the road. I will take Buffalo plus two and a half. Tampa Bay. At Green Bay, I'm giving up the three and a half points that Green Bay's putting down. I think Green Bay wins this game. Excuse me. The other bet that I like, over under 51 points in Green Bay, Tampa Bay. I will take the over. So to recap, Buffalo plus two and a half. Green Bay minus three and a half. Over on the over under of 51 uh, in that game at Lambeau. 4-0 4-0 last week. You go 3-0 this week. That would be a nice thing to see. It would yeah. also mean that you are taking the lead in our game picks. Yes, it would. But. I actually already have. Hey, I mean, 
even further ahead where I can't catch up. <laughs> Crazy to think that you came back from that. I mean, it's just haunting me too right bad now. You can't bet on the, too bad you can't bet on the Pro Bowl. <laughs> hey, they, they're not even – I mean, we're getting a Pro Bowl <laughs> celebration of some sort this year. We will you know see. What? but it, Which is probably better than the Pro Bowl. Yeah, hey, because I don't honest. even watch that. That's terrible. I mean, they need to figure out something. Go back to a skills competition or something fun like that. Because when they show even the old quarterback competitions where it's who throws the farthest, who can make it land in the most nets and get these amount of points, who can hit this target, that's way more fun than the Pro Bowl. That's where Mitchie excels. (laughs) Wouldn't be a full coverage football show if we didn't drop a Mitchie reference at some point. But, hey, that was Ward's Wager, sponsored by Latani CBD Olive Oil, 43-18-2 against spread in 2019. 4-0 4-0 last week, 25-15-1 on the year. To order CBD olive oil, call 440-479-4832 or email nnmij at gmail.com. $16.99 a bottle. Go and grab it after you win the money with Ward's Wages. Buddy, you got anything else tonight? Oh, brother, it was a good show. I, I appreciate it as always. And and uh, go Buffalo. Yeah, go Buffalo. I'm with you. I would love to see the Bills win. And, hey, we got either way, we got good matchups. Yeah, Super Bowl, depending on who wins. I mean, we could see a passing of the torch. We could see a Tom Brady, Pat Mahomes Super Bowl. Maybe a passing of the torch in that sense. We could see Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen. I mean, either way. I mean, any any matchup is going to be good. But the the Rodgers and Josh Allen matchup is going to be real splendid. Yeah, it could be. (laughs) It could be. I'm not even going to argue that. Uh, Yeah, let's get out of here tonight. We will talk Jacksonville Jaguars and New York Jets next week. We will hopefully have Chris back. We will talk some uh, franchise dynasty leagues with Chris next week. We'll talk about the Super Bowl matchup. we got two weeks in between. Yes. And uh, hopefully we don't get stumped with some more trivia questions. Kind of sucks that we blew that one tonight when they were throwing out four different answers at us as we just failed. And Philip Rivers appreciation night here on the Full Coverage Football Show. Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer. Drew Brees is a Hall of Famer. We might lose both of them this offseason. And then Ben Roethlisberger may also retire. We'll see that. It's going to be an interesting offseason here for the NFL. Yeah, and we are only Roethlisberger because out of the three, he's definitely the biggest scumbag. So we don't really care about Ben as much. Uh, nope. Drew Brees and uh, Philip Rivers, as you said, you know, elegantly earlier in the week, you know, Rivers and his wife have the ability to, you know, step back, start a family, really, you know, really good. <laughs> so we look forward for that. And, uh, you know, Philip Rivers, I, I would assume by 2027 has about 14 to 15 kids at that point. The entire front row of his Hall of Fame ceremony will just be his family. Just straight across. They're going to be like, wow, this is the most people we've ever seen for a Hall of Fame speech. It's just his family. Brother, good show as always. Ward Wagers 4-0 last week. Hope you go 3-0 this week. Guys, if you're going to go out and bet on the games, listen to this man. He's killed it. Two years in a row. I mean, mean, what what else do you need from me? I don't know what else I can do to prove myself to the people. All I do is pick win. I mean, yeah, there's a loser at every down there, but check my record. You know, check check my my resume. Two years, 68-33 and three against the spread. That's not straight up games. That's 68-33 and three against the spread. Not easy to do. Absolutely killing it. And I'm going to have to uh, travel out of the state of Ohio here, put some money down on some of this. And that's that's a good one more thing I do like to say. 
Um, starting tomorrow in Michigan, uh, sports gambling is legal. Um, the boys at Barstool are down there in Greektown. If you can get down there to any of my Detroit people. Um, also, Portnoy is doing the small business thing. So any uh, any donation they're gonna or any uh, first time <clears throat> bet, first time money added, they're gonna win to match that to the Barstool Fund for small business. So any of my Detroit people, get down there. You don't even have to get down there. Just download the app, make a you know a first time deposit, and they'll go ahead and match that. As long as you make the bet, you got to bet everything you deposit. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you know Barstool gets a lot of shit a lot of times, and Portnoy, yeah, he's outspoken. He's a crazy dude sometimes. But what they're doing for small businesses, I'm glad you brought that up. They're doing it for a, a local pizza chain, I believe, in Kent, Ohio. Gave them twenty thousand dollars, and I think that's what they're going to do per month for a little bit for them, helping out small businesses during this pandemic and during this rough time excellent work by those guys are they outspoken are do they say some crazy things yeah the if best. you don't like them Rez is the best man. if you don't like them don't watch don't listen but give them credit for what they're doing yeah i mean it's not really political it's not really what you think either way or you know one way or the other it's it's they're there i think they're about to be at 30 million dollars they've raised so and, awesome. and like you said it's not even a one-time payment they're gonna it's a monthly payment until you know things get back to normal so yeah yep. hats off to what they're doing out there yep absolutely respect to them and if you're out in michigan dude get out there and bet on some of these games follow yeah, Drew's advice. the sports book at greetown looks sick get down there check it out man and it's so easy to bet on games now when you can bet in state you can bet on the apps like DraftKings. DraftKings, they're sitting there and they're like you want to go to DraftKings sportsbook i'm like yeah i do and then i'm like Oh, wait, I live in Ohio, and I can't. Soon, but though, you're going to be able to. Hopefully but, soon. But, yeah, it, it's it's awesome. So, so it's bet on sports, bet for a good cause, and, and enjoy the weekend. And bet on the teams that I told you to because I'm, I'm right. He's They're been right absolutely now. right. And as soon as Ohio legalizes sports gambling, this green screen behind me here is going to – Turn into a cardboard box because you're going to lose all your money and end up on the streets. It's going to look like Scrooge McDuck's mansion. There's just going to be coins piled to the ceiling behind me because I'm going to take all the advice from Ward's Wages and the full coverage football show and just be rolling in the dough. Brother, you have a great night. Excellent show as always. Man. One pride for your Lions. Yeah, Big moves for them. Eat, them kneecaps, Eat kneecaps, baby. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Before we get out of here tonight, have you started watching the Tiger documentary? I've watched the entire Tiger documentary. Um, and your thoughts? I'm going to watch it for the second time after this. Well, at least start watching it. Um, my thoughts are Tiger Woods is the man. And there's, listen, I think the documentary is well put together to the fact that, you know, people need to kind of understand the whole story. Mm -hmm. Um of course, Tiger's had his transgressions and things that he clearly has accepted. But overall, um, the greatest athlete in my lifetime and ever, in my opinion. And it's definitely worth checking out. Just be careful because I I tried to. So remember I told you I hit the I was trying to log in and I hit the yep. button. So not only did they charge me for like the, the HBO, they started charging me for like extra Amazon Prime. So it was like a $35 Tiger viewing. <laughs> uh, but I'm getting that money refunded. Good so, no. You know, if you can check it out, fantastic. Um, but me, I'm a golfer. And I goosebumps the entire time. It's and it's it's a good. Uh, so there's two parts. It's a good three. I was up, and you know me, I'm 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 a person that likes to get to bed at a decent mm -hmm. hour. I was up to almost midnight last night watching it. 
It's about a good three hours and 15 minutes total, but uh, worth every every minute of it. Yeah, I had to get your thoughts on that because yeah, I mean, you're a huge Tiger good. fan. My sister, not exactly a huge golfer or Tiger fan there, but she watched it, said it was excellent. So I figured I'd get somewhere in between, and both of you say it's excellent. I did start Night Stalker last night, two episodes in. We'll hopefully finish it at some point tonight. Yeah, Going to check that out. Boys and girls, children of all ages, thank you for joining the Full Coverage Football Show. You can follow us on Twitter at FCFS Pod. Follow me at Somerville CLE. Follow Drew at Detroit Dave Seven. Chris was not part of the show tonight, but give him a follow on Twitter at Detroit Beastie. Check out Bottom of the Barrel because you're going to need it this week if you're playing DFS, FanDuel, or DraftKings. Get out to the sports book there at Greektown. Support the small businesses with Barstool. Listen to Ward's wagers. Have a great night. Have a great weekend. Let's have some great football. Last weekend of multiple games of football until probably August or September, depending on what they do with preseason. We start building towards the offseason next week. And with that, remember, as always, if you live the life you love, you'll love the life you live. Good night, kids.